How has music helped you find your voice in advocacy work, in self-expression, or anything else? Well, I realized many years ago that it was the voice that reached so many people, and therefore I can be used as a platform for the other things that I care about. I was uh, spent many years volunteering at, you know, native and exotic animal sanctuaries, and working hands-on with them and seeing up close and personal, the devastation that, uh, you know, the t- pet trade and the trade in endangered in a, exotic animals has taken on these creatures. And I thought, well, you know, I'm here working on with them one-on-one. What else can I do to help them? It's like, of course, <laughs> use my music to spread the bigger message. And so I wrote, well, one of the things I wrote was Voice of the Animals. And so you've used your music platform to influence change through your album, The Voice of the Animals, and then your latest one, All of Me. You know, and I played, uh, you know, some significant uh, um, live concerts and with very influential people um, to help wildlife and to raise awareness and to uh, raise uh, funds for them, too. You know, mansions and the mayor's mansion in Los Angeles and the Playboy Mansion. And uh, I, I performed at uh, New York uh, Central Park, International Day of Peace. I mean, you know, many other uh, avenues to help. And was there a very pivotal moment in your life in regards to music? Well, you know, I, I realized how how powerful it was when I was invited to be a non-governmental NGO um, representing the United States to Costa Rica in 2012 uh, and working with the indigenous tribal leaders from all countries of Central and South America, from Nicaragua, Guatemala, Ecuador, um, the Mayan culture, um, and two native tribes of the United States, the Hopi and the uh, Mandan tribe of North Dakota. And I was one of the few, the only this handful of non-Indigenous people that was there representing this um, declaration of peace with Mother Earth uh, that was gonna be taken up to the United Nations. 
And I also performed with the Minister of Culture and Education, who was a great, fantastic keyboard player. And we played at the stadium in um, the capital of Costa Rica. And that was, we did, we did a duet. And the whole event was to raise awareness about the environment and environment and indigenous rights and, and you know, harmony with Mother Earth. Has your work been more widespread or have you focused your area of activism down to maybe one or two issues? Well, I mean, my, my heart really is with the uh, natural world. I mean, human beings are the ones causing this to the environment although I do stand up of course for human rights too (laughs) and you know the hope that people will elevate and they are and coming forward to you know care about the environment and all living creatures but you know I guess my emphasis is on wildlife animal rights and the environment versus human rights first (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because you can't, can't do it all. Yeah, but 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 a peace activist I am as well, and I have, I've represented something called the Patrick McCollum Foundation. It's a, a foundation for peace headed by a tremendous uh, activist, uh, Patrick McCollum, and he has uh, pretty much on the level of Deepak Chopra, and um, and invited to be a. Um, global spokesperson for peace from India to the Soviet Union and uh, the tribal people of the Amazon jungle to, you know, the Dakota pipeline. He was there in North Dakota during the height of that. And I, um, I represent uh, the World Peace Violin, which he created, and you can read all about that. Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah, I played, uh, I played uh, in about 2015 for the Nobel Peace Prize laureates gala at uh, in um, Washington DC playing that violin for them. That brings me back to the music part of it. And throughout history, music has been a important part of social movements. Do you think that music just accompanies or does it make history? Mm, I think it makes history because we're part of the um, we're, we're the influencers that last, it, you know, have the potential to be a lasting voice. I mean, the fact that we play the music of Bach and, and so many great composers, they're what came as a thought and ended up as music has lasted centuries of influence. And uh, so what I'm doing, what, you know, really excellent artists are doing, I think has the potential to last into the future. I hope so. Yeah, if there is a future. <laughs> if there is a future. <laughs> Don't mean to be pessimistic. <laughs> but I mean, it is kind of realistic. Yeah, but it is a time to worry about that. It really is. I mean, we're at a very critical time of tremendous destruction to this natural ecosystems that are, the consequences to humanity are going to be an absolute fact (laughs) and they're going to be as we're experiencing right now uh having you know increasing uh increasing devastation to our societies you know economically and in health and in all ways our our own international uh, relations even is disrupted 
disrupting. Yeah, and so you're starting a collaboration with the Climate Music Project. Yes. Are you hoping to use that as a new platform to help get people to act, to start doing things, taking different actions? Oh, oh, absolutely. I'm very excited about working with these scientists. I, uh, I also, one of the things I've done in the past, I made uh, some wonderful friends that were uh, on the board of directors of the Aquarium of, of the Pacific in uh, Long Beach. And they worked directly with NOAA and, um, and they were very concerned years ago about what was happening to the ocean life and sea life. Their job as, uh, you know, is to ed- educate the public, not just entertain, but educate. So, and I was able to do some pro- programs with them as well. So this is like a, uh, a new platform that kind of picks up where I left off with the aquarium of the Pacific. Because I worked with the president of the aquarium and, uh, and brought stuff, brought, you know, educational programs into them that they adopted. So I want to do something even on a larger level with, a, you know, a climate music project that reaches even more people around the world through once our, you know, the song is done and one is once the video is done to really spread this virally and through social media on a large, on a, that's kind of redundant. Global level? Global level. <laughs> Do you already have a idea of what you want your song to be about? Well, you know what? Um, I probably am going to weave many of the threads that I already wrote for the animals um, and uh, kind of do a tapestry that might, that might include um, the ocean waves and the sound. I mean, I have a piece that o- opens with the ocean waves and it, it actually was called the dolphin. And then going into the signal, the sounds of the jungle and the roar of the, of the jaguar and then into the, you know, the, the mournful cry of the wolf and my wolf song. And then weave some in between each of these things and the statistics and the visuals, I'd like to uh, leave rhythmic patterns that, that will highlight the, the statistics and the visuals w- without a melody. So that really will have more impact on people just like really paying attention to what the scientists are saying and what the visuals are showing. That sounds really interesting. I can even picture it now, just like a big tapestry with all the different animals interacting and in having a good time. Yeah, and and I have a song for the eagle, which is, you know, the overview. When you want to show a huge overview of what's happening, the eagle is the indigenous animal that sees everything. It's the animal of the north. It's, it's flies high above the spirit in the spirit world and kind of is the father of all birds or mother of all birds, seeing what is happening below. And also I might weave in a song that I wrote also years ago called Love the Earth because the lyrics are kind of ahead of their time and they I wrote it in the 80s, but it's worth bringing back into focus now because I say love the earth in all her majesty graceful majesty radiant timeless the air the land the sea the soul of the forest the heart of the land the cry of the wilderness the signs in the sand silent voice of the ages sees the tears of the earth join in one destiny 
and there's really powerful music that goes with it. And that will, I will think I would end the piece with that. And you know what was powerful about the musical part of it is even though it had a beautiful melody, it had these kind of military sounding drums throughout the whole thing, kind of this subliminal military beat, which says like a symbol of the military industrial complex of war, of violence, that is the counterpoint that we're always having to deal with while for those who want to love the earth. that music has the power to move people deeply in a way that languages and other ways of expression don't? I do and I know that for a fact and I've had people say even into the mystical and you know something that you can't describe. I've had people you know tell me they have run with entered this body of a, a cheetah while they're listening to my jaguar and they're running in the forest and they never felt so free. Or they become a, their power animal. I've had people connect through the eagle song to a de deceased person that has come to them while they were listening to the eagle. I've had autistic children parents tell me that they had it calmed their kid down who was having an autistic episode and they would say play the horse again play the horse again play the horse again <laughs> You know, I, I envision this incredibly proud uh, warrior, you know, brave with beautiful paint on his face and feathers and just stately and grand. You know, the horse has got beautiful paintings on its face and ornamental, you know, things woven in his hair. And just the pride of that culture, the majesty of that culture, of the horse culture and the indigenous people that we have taken over their land. I mean, that we are standing on their land, in my opinion. <laughs>
What inspired that album, The Animals? Oh, you know, just knowing what was happening to them on a global level and also reading Rachel Carson's Silent Spring and realizing this is a reality. Silent Spring is on its way. If they do not stop killing these animals, if they do not stop poisoning, trapping, hunting, you know, just saying they're in the way, let's, you know, wipe them out. When I started Voice the Animals, lions were not on the endangered list, and they are now. I mean, probably many of the animals that I was working with or thinking about, some have, might have gone extinct from the time that I started writing that album to now. And that is a short amount of time. That's about 20 years or so now? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What inspired your latest album, All of Me? Well, I've been an instrumentalist my whole life, and I thought, you know, that's enough. I don't really want to compete with all these female vocalists. But then, you know, it's not about competing. I don't come from a place of competition in anything I do. I really think is a negative place to come from. I came to a place where I thought, well, you know what? I have something to say. It can't be said instrumentally, and it's time for me to sing it. So, And some of the songs on it are political, like Lady Liberty and, and Dust Bowl. Would you say you've evolved as a musician? I'm ever-evolving. Yeah, we are, whether we like it or not. <laughs> Unfortunately, some people are de-evolving. <laughs> That's true. And so just to end, if you had one message to tell the world what would it be? Every single person is the hope of the future that they want to see. You know, Climate Music Project, one of their questions was, what sound do you want to hear in the future? And I certainly don't want it to be the sound of silence. I want it to be the sound of birds and wolves howling and lions roaring and, and dolphins swimming and leaping out of the water. to Scarlett Rivera for this interview and for her music. The songs you heard were The Jaguar, The Eagle, The Horse, and Love the Earth. If you want to learn more about Scarlett, you can visit her website, scarletteriveramusic.com, or you can check out her work on any streaming platform. Thank you also to Poddington Bear for the song Tender and Curious. Sakamoto and you've been listening to Climate Vibes, a podcast by the Climate Music Project, an organization that communicates a sense of urgency about the climate crisis combining climate science with the emotional power of music to drive meaningful action. To learn more, check us out at climatemusic.org.